right. Today, I want to talk about something that happened, I wouldn't say to me, but uh, it, it, I, something that I witnessed recently. Uh, a few days ago, I was on my way home from work. Uh, most of you probably know I'm a truck driver, and I drive at night predominantly. Uh, on this particular night, I had gotten off work around 12.45 a.m., and I was heading home in my car. It's about a 30-minute drive to my house from where I work. And I'm, I'm driving along, just kind of, you know, you're, you know when you're driving and you're, you're not like 100% dialed, on, dialed in, right? You're just kind of um, going through the motions. You know, driving is... is very monotonous for the most part, and especially at night when there's hardly any cars on the road. Uh, that's why a lot of people like fall asleep at the wheel and things like that. Like, it, it's a, it's a thing, right? We're not super engaged all of the time that we're driving. We're thinking about things, um, etc. Daydreaming, um, and kind of going through the motions mechanically with your body. Um, but you notice things if they pop up and. A lot of times that's that's how it is. Now, maybe that's not how it should be. We should be more alert. Um, any any defensive driving course is going to teach you they should always be keep your eyes moving and uh, looking ahead and, and checking your mirrors and all these things, right? Um, but realistically, people just kind of drive, right? You drive, and if something pops up, you react to it. And I was driving home, and there was hardly any traffic and I was going I was on a major interstate and it was coming up on the intersection with another interstate and so there's like uh, a cloverleaf there's like on ramp and off ramps on both sides of the highway and I'm I'm driving my normal drive home relaxed um, and there's some traffic, but it's very light. And up ahead a ways, I know that there is a, uh, a semi-truck and trailer. But it's not of extreme importance, right? It's just up there. It's there. I'm, I'm going to pass it here soon. Uh, it's maybe 100, 200 yards ahead of me at this point. And I'm nearing it. But like I said, it's kind of in my peripheral vision. It's like up and to the right. And... All of a sudden, I just hear this massive bang, this massive, like, and it wasn't just a bang. It was an explosion. Um, that truck that, that was kind of in my peripheral up, up ahead a little bit had just ran headfirst full speed into the beginning of a you know, a separation wall, like a, a median wall, a barrier, concrete barrier that separated, you know, the exit ramp to get on the other highway from the road that we were on. And it, just, it I, I've never seen anything like it. Um, I've never witnessed anything like it. Usually when you see uh, a car wreck or a truck accident, in real life, it's not like it is in the movies, right? In the movies, there's like a massive explosion. There's like the car goes flipping through the air, you know. 
this stuff does not normally happen in real life. Um, stuff does flip over, yes. Uh, trucks do turn over quite often. Um, they hit things, and normally you see, even when you see two cars wreck into each other, there's like almost never an explosion, right? That's Hollywood shit. Well, this this played out like a movie. Um, it happened very fast, so I, I can't be like completely sure of all the details, but I know I heard the loud bang, I looked over, and I saw the truck. Like, there was an explosion, but it was like, I didn't see the explosion. I saw, I heard the sound, and I saw the, the rear of the trailer. And then all of a sudden, though, this truck and trailer flipped onto its side. It kind of went up in the air. And as it did that, uh, when it hit the, the concrete barrier, it actually hit with such force. And it was probably going full speed, you know, like 70 miles an hour. It hit with such force that the, the suspension and wheels stayed behind. They got caught on the concrete barrier as the truck kind of, it looked like it had hit a ramp. Literally went somewhat airborne, not the entire truck, but enough that it flipped the truck sideways and the truck and trailer landed on its side and it was in flames. Um, it was it was literally at this point about 100 yards maybe ahead of me and it was insane. It was just me and like maybe one other driver nearby and it was a it was another truck driver. And this thing it was just so abrupt. It was so it was just it was unreal the way it happened. Um but yeah, you could see the explosion and then you saw the truck land on its side and then you saw flames. And you couldn't quite see with the angle that I was at, I was like behind the truck, but it was laying kind of uh, diagonal across the highway on its side, and I could see that something was on fire up in the front area, but I couldn't actually see it with my own eyes yet. Um, so I, I'm i not going to lie to you. One of the first things I thought was like, <laughs> and, and, and I felt terrible. One of the first things I thought is like, I should capture this on video. This is like insane. And then I was like, you know what? No, I'm not going to do that. I'm like, I'm freaking out. I don't know exactly what to do, right? I'm like, it, it, something exploded. Um, should I run up to the truck? Is that a safe thing to do? Well, I decided that's what I'm going to do, right? I did not take my phone. I did not record anything. Uh, and the only reason I wish I had now is so that I could remember the details better. Because it, it's, it was such a like an adrenaline-fueled moment or series of moments that I don't know if I'm remembering them all 100% accurately. You know, human memory is kind of whack. Um, but I, I kind of jogged up to the cab of the truck. And as I was going up there, there was another guy walking up there, and he actually was recording it. So... Um, you know, of course, in my head, I'm like judgmental, like, what's this guy doing fucking like somebody could be hurt, you know, like, but when I, I literally had the same thought and just thought better of it, you know, like, it's more important. I like first I'll see if, if I can help someone or if, if anyone got out of the truck, okay. Or if someone's injured or something like that, 
you know, or if any other car was involved because you couldn't tell. You couldn't tell from this angle. Um, but I'm like, you know, and then, then, you know, if everyone's out okay or whatever, then maybe get some footage of this crazy burning truck. Um, but yeah, no, it, it was much worse than that. Um, when, when I got up to the, the cab, like I said, it, it was turned sideways on the highway. So when I got up to the cab of the truck, it was just engulfed in flames. Like there was no, I, I knew instantly once I, I saw it, that there is no way, it, it, if the person hadn't gotten out like immediately before I had gotten up there, there's no way that anyone survived that was inside that truck. Um, and uh, it was intense, man. It, it was, um, you know, and I just stood there and I, I kind of stared at it. Like if there was another guy there and he goes um hey did, did, did anyone get out of there and i'm like no i, I didn't see anyone um and then he's like oh shit man like then we, we both kind of ran up there then another guy uh stopped his truck and kind of ran by that by that time a couple cars had you know come to the scene uh but there was no paramedics or police or fire or anything on the scene um there was a helicopter flying overhead at this point uh kind of getting footage and I don't know if it was like a police helicopter or a news helicopter or what but um, there was a there was a helicopter um, and but it was it was just insane it was just I've never been first on an accident scene like that and it was it was like scary and it was like adrenaline fueled and it was like I, I wanted to be able to do something like literally I went up there scared to death like because like I said there's an explosion and I don't know what I'm gonna find is there gonna be like a severely injured person am I gonna know what to do uh if there is a severely injured person or like if if the truck's on fire like am I gonna be able to do anything am I gonna witness someone burning to death like it was it was just an intense feeling and then when I got up there and, and realized that like if no one had gotten out and I didn't think anyone had gotten out because there was no one standing around or laying around the the scene or anything um, I just knew, like, someone is in there, and, you know, they didn't survive. This person died, and I, and the only thing I could think is, like, I hope, I hope that they died, you know, instantly, like, when the, when the impact happened, and that they didn't die from being burned to death. I know this is morbid, I know, um, but along with just kind of telling this crazy story um that I witnessed I, I don't know maybe maybe I feel like it will help me to process it better you know and I'm sure I'll bring it up you know <laughs> to, to a, a counselor or therapist or something like that um but you know we just I haven't had that opportunity yet um but yeah it was a little like I said it was a little traumatic it, it's not I, like, I hate saying that because it wasn't me that it happened to. Um, and, you know, it wasn't anyone that I know or related to. But just the intensity of the situation was extreme. And I stood there and, you know, a mix of just like, what the hell 
that I just witnessed and, and almost like morbid curiosity. Like I stood there and I, I was watching this truck burn and I wasn't alone. There was other people there and it wasn't like they were gawking or anything. Like we were just legitimately all just like, Oh my God, like did, you know, was, is it possible that anyone got out of the, is it, you don't know. There's a million thoughts running through your head. Um, but they're all scary. And, 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 you know, not only that, I'm a fucking truck driver. Like, that, you know, it scared the shit out of me because of that. It's like, what happened? Did this guy, did he fall asleep at the wheel? That's very likely. I mean, I've definitely felt like I'm, I'm dozing off at the wheel many times. And I've had to pull over and take naps to continue my drive. Um, always something that scared me. Like, what if something happened? What if I didn't just doze off, like start to doze off, but actually fell asleep? Like, it's uh, it's just it's terrifying to think about, and, and and then thinking about that this person probably had family, and and the it's been two days now, and then there hasn't been any info released like uh, what the investigation of the accident uh, discovered, or uh, you know whether it was a male or female driving, or it was just one person dead at the scene. Um, and like I said, I didn't see, luckily I didn't see an actual body. I didn't see an actual person in there. Um, but it was like, I, I almost, like I said, it was like, it was a morbid curiosity. It was almost like, I just wanted to know. I just wanted to know if there was a person in there. I wanted, there was no way for me to know. You couldn't actually see it. It was like, this thing was engulfed in flames. This was like backdraft. It was like you could kind of see through the cab and it felt like if there was someone in there, you should have been able to see their body in there, but I couldn't. There were so many flames. There was so much smoke. It was so, it was extreme. And, um, you know, it, it felt like 30 minutes, but it must've been five minutes, uh, maybe 10 that I was standing out there and just kind of like, and there were still little explosions going on like inside the cab and, around that because you know the the fuel tanks had ignited and that's what that's what happened here like a spark ignited the fuel tanks or something and and it just exploded the entire cab uh and yeah all these thoughts are running through my head like could anyone survive that maybe they were thrown from the vehicle am i going to see a a charred dead body i i i you know i didn't know I didn't know and then all the thoughts about my own family I'm like what if this happened to me and and you know how sad that is for if this person had a family at home waiting and likely they did um you know I I thought about my own kids and my wife and I don't know just a lot of stuff was going through my head in that short period of time and then um the police started to arrive the firefighters started to arrive Um, And I began to walk back to my car because, you know, like the professionals are there now. And clearly there was no one that made it out of this accident alive. And, you know, I just wanted to let the the police and firefighters, paramedics, whoever, do their job. Uh, And so I I walked back to my car. And and this is just how I realized at the end just how close I was to this accident. Like this is I was literally the first on the scene because... When, when I get back to my car, I realized my car, that 
all the police cars that were there were parked behind my car, like further back from the accident than I was. It was like the accident scene, my car, and then a bunch of police cars behind that. And I was just like, holy shit. Like, I really was the first person here. It was, um, you know, maybe maybe another guy at the exact same time. But, like, we were the first on the scene before any... It's not often that this happens, you know, to someone. That they're the first on the scene before any paramedics. A lot of times you drive down the highway and you see a terrible accident or see kind of you know you kind of see that there was a terrible accident or a truck tipped over or flipped over a car and you know just destroyed i see that all the time i see accidents all the time i even see accidents happen sometimes but they're usually like quick and behind me or like kind of uh, beside me and it's just too quick for me to stop i'm like literally going 70 miles an hour and a, and a car next to me like wipes out or something i've seen that a lot but i've Never seen a fatality accident firsthand and been the first person there on the scene. Like, if there was anything to do, I would have been the person who could have done it. And But there was nothing to be done. There was nothing I could do. Even if a person had been in there and still been alive, the flames were too intense. I couldn't have gotten even close enough to it without being severely burned myself. So it's like, I don't know what I could have done, even if I could have done something, but just that feeling too, of just like helplessness, like not being able to do anything was intense. And so, the, yeah, the police arrived, firefighters arrived, and I saw them start to, you know, break out the fire hoses and stuff and, and start to spray this thing, and I was like, okay, I sh should probably get out of here, you know. Um, there were plenty of other people there. Uh, I think the other guy that had gotten there at the same time could... And, and the police didn't ask me any questions. They saw me there, and they didn't ask me any questions, and so I didn't think I was needed, and um, I uh, continued to make my way home. Um, the you know, the cops kind of, like, guided me out of there and, and uh, led me to the off-ramp, and, and, and away I went. I uh, just took the long way home. But, uh, yeah, I just wanted to share that, not, not only because of just the craziness of it, but just to get my thoughts on it down um, and to remember how it actually, the best of my recollection, how it went down because, you know, memories change and fade and, and, and do all kinds of crazy things over time. Uh, the, the more times you remember something. And they say that every time you remember something, you're actually not remembering the actual memory. You're remembering the last time you remembered the memory. So it's like a memory of the last time you thought of the memory. And uh, that's how memory breaks down over time. Anyway... I wanted to get that, much like I do a, a, a lot of my stories about my youth and stories about me and my cousin and time we spent together, I, I like to get those down, um, either in writing or, or you know, an uh, audio or, or video format, just so that I have them kind of archived, and, and as the memories fade, I always have that to go back to, um, but that was a really intense moment, man. Um, to the point that, like, you know, my wife, like, she, she's very uh, kind of sensitive and intuitive, and 
like right away she's like are you okay and I'm, I'm thinking like yeah I mean it wasn't me I, did, I didn't get the accident um she's like that might be something that, that you need to process a little bit you know like I and uh rightly so I think that's true and I think this this might be a part of of, of how I do that because I do you know consider myself some sort of storyteller and uh I, I just I think that's a a way that I process things and and work through things uh, is to kind of get it all out and and archive it and almost like I can I can just set that here like I know that it happened, and I put it aside, and uh, and just working my way through it, through my memory of it, and uh, like I said, probably not all I'll do. I'm sure I'll bring it up in therapy. May do some uh, EMDR. If you don't know what that is, I've done plenty of videos on EMDR. You can go back and check those out. But it's just a it's just a form of therapy where you uh, reprocess memories, uh, especially like traumatic memories and things like that. So that they're not as, um, so they don't affect your life as much, if they're affecting your life at all. And sometimes they do in subconscious ways, and you don't know that. So, reprocessing that memory so that it's a memory of something that happened and not something that's constantly happening in your head on a loop um, in the background. Anyway. I, I would say, uh, you know, I was going to say, like, oh, well, I hope, hope if you enjoyed this story, but no, clearly it's not something to enjoy. Um, but it was cathartic for me, and um, I hope you got something out of it. Uh, like I said, I don't know exactly what happened. Maybe I'll do an update if I find out, but he could have fallen asleep. He could have been texting. Uh, I, I, who knows? Who knows what happened? He could have had a heart attack um, and lost control. Uh, and almost, I almost, I almost hope that that's the case, like, and that that maybe is what took his life, and not the end result of that crash, because that's that's a terrible way to go out. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, let me know what you think, and, and and hey, man, if you've had experiences like this, or or maybe you need to process some things, man, just that. Put it in the comments, man. Like, I'll, I'll read it. I'll listen. Whatever. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Either way, I like to interact with people. Uh, if you're listening to this or watching this, then please, uh, yeah, you can leave a comment. Uh, like I said, if you can relate in any way, let me know about that. Um, and then also... If you're listening in podcast form, you can reach out on uh, Instagram or Twitter and, and hit me up over there at Real Brett Scott and uh, talk to me there about it too. Uh, wherever, man, send me a message. It's 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 all good. Like I said, it, maybe you need to process some things. Let it out, man. Let it out. I'll read it. I'll hit you back. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Uh, like I said, not 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 a fun story like I normally tell in any way, uh, but a story, uh, something that happened in my life nonetheless. So until next time, 
Uh, please subscribe to the channel. I promise you, most of my videos are not morbid like this. I mostly talk about entertainment and pop culture. It's much more lighthearted than this. Um, but every once in a while, I gotta mix in some real life stuff. You know, I treat this somewhat like a video diary or a, a podcast diary of sorts, as well as my place to talk about the things that I love and enjoy. So if you're into that sort of thing, please subscribe to the channel um, and check out some of my other stories, you know, ones that maybe aren't so devastating. <laughs> and uh, until next time, thanks for listening.